And how about that for some 80s synth music as an opening bumper? Mm-hmm. Today, coming attractions, Tuesday, October 31st, a.k.a. Halloween. And I tell you, folks, there's nothing scary about this upcoming lineup because it's packed with specials and hit shows. Here we go. Let's get right into it. Today, Tuesday, Halloween, October 31st, Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon at 3 and 7. Yes, tonight is OCAP, open captioned. Uh, it's also Senior Tuesday, our best prices ever for anyone 60 and older, and that represents a large portion of our demographic. So come on out and uh, take advantage of reading what you may have trouble hearing. That's what OCAP is all about. Wednesday through Thursday, that's two days, Wednesday and Thursday, Killers of the Flower Moon at 3 and 7. Then Friday, our first special, Killers of the Flower Moon is the matinee at 3, followed by the special exclusive premiere of Mountainside at 7 o'clock. And uh, this is a feature that was uh, locally produced. I'll get into a little bit more detail on that in just a moment. Saturday and Sunday over the weekend then, that would be November 4th and the 5th, Killers of the Flower Moon, a first matinee, been very popular at 11, followed by another matinee at 3, and the final evening show at 7 o'clock. That's Saturday and Sunday. Next week, it's uh, holding over for another week due to its uh, importance and impact Okay, uh, Monday through Thursday of next week, same times, Killers of the Flower Moon, same show at uh, 3 and 7. And then next Friday, November 10th, we um, present Priscilla, yes, Ms. Presley, 4.25 and 6.45, followed by uh, the second special, second Friday special of Master Chief. So all of you uh, Navy folks that surround us here uh, doing your service to the country and protecting our opportunities for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We thank you for that. You might be interested in this one. Been running the trailer for a couple of weeks now, and it looks really good. And that will play at 9.30, 21.30. Okay, that's Friday, November the 10th. All right, um, now for some editorial comments. Yes, that would be my uh, opportunity to expand the synopsis of all of the above. And we do that by talking about it. So, first and ten, a huge shout out to everyone who attended our Rocky Horror Picture Show last Saturday night because that was fun. Oh my, was that fun! And uh, despite the labor labor intensive evening, uh, the janitor was particularly unpleased. <laughs> it was a solid performance by the non-binary. It appeared gathering, celebrating. It seemed to me anything not traditional accepted as conservative. Mm. In other words, a massive amount of good, clean rock and roll fun. Everyone uh, had an enjoyable time. Uh, we limited the uh, we limited the accessories and uh, cutting out rice and confetti and other such items of uh, impossible uh, sanitary removal. Uh, yeah, our janitor hates that. And I probably don't need to tell you that I'm the janitor. Okay. Uh, for those of you that haven't been paying attention, uh, you will have noticed that in the pre-show entertainment, which I have commandeered, um, I have included a couple of clips of David Gran, who is the book's author. A fascinating interview that I found online and uh, used out of the public domain to present a little backstory on the um, production, the writing, and the eventual um, 
screening of Killers of the Flower Moon. And in it, the author David Grant talks very modestly, I might uh, add, that uh, his hope for the book, and by inference the movie, was to lessen his ignorance of American history. He is on record of saying that. That's the reason why he got started. He was interested in this and came to the sudden realization that he didn't know much about it at all. I mean, who knows about the the Tulsa and and Juneteenth, and who knew about the plot of the Osage prior to his book and then Martin Scorsese's uh, fabulous film. Well, I had heard uh, rumors of it, references to it, but I never really knew the details. And if there's one thing that David Graham is all about, it is the detail. Same with Scorsese. So we've got a detailed, oriented, nonfiction, historical writer in David Graham and one of the arguably greatest film producers of all time in Martin Scorsese doing a one-two punch here to tell us the story of the Osage. Um, Mr. Graham further states that upon completion of the years-long literary effort that uh, his revised and expanded goal was then to have his experience of raised consciousness shared by a broader American audience. Boy, I tell you what, how can you go wrong with an attitude like that? You can't. It's called altruism. It's it's altruistic to the point of, of being sacred. Um, you, you, you can't fail when you go down that road of trying to uh, tell a story, um, a true story that has a, a you know a deep and a, and a dark basis, but to, to expand the understanding and to raise the American consciousness about this is particularly timely because folks, remember when I sneered at the use of the word conservative? There are people out there that want to keep this from us. Right. Why? Because it sheds a bad light on us as white settlers of a previously established sacred land, and we basically stole it. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so um, let's come to grips with that. I, I will... Last, I will finish this uh, (laughs) expose by saying that, uh, sure, one uh, common and popular comment in this regard is, well, you know, I I wasn't there. I didn't do it, nor did my parents, nor did my grandparents. So why should I, you know, suffer or be penalized or be chastised as a result of something that I had really nothing to do with? Well, how about this? You can't escape the fact that the reality is that these things were done and they were as grossly, as pathetically illegal as you can possibly find uh, on any level, uh, on the spiritual, on the physical, on the moral, on the ethical, on the legal. And so even if they were not done by us or our grandparents or going back two or maybe even three generations, Yes, we had nothing to do with it, but the one thing that we can do, the takeaway should be this, is that through the expanded consciousness of understanding the story and the plight and the reality and the details of what went on, you know what we can do? We can start today to make it a little bit easier on our fellow man. And that means regardless of color, regardless of creed, regardless of religious preference, regardless of gender, regardless of uh, you know financial standing in the community, regardless of anything. 
That's what life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness is about. And if we want to have any type of a legitimate governing consciousness, then it has to be about tolerance and about compassion. So let's start today. Let's look at the story. Let's read the story. Let's understand what happened and then move forward to improving our current state of affairs. Are you listening to me, Alabama? Are you listening to me, Missouri and Mississippi? Are you listening to me, Oklahoma? Huh, okay. Probably not, it appears. All right, so we have the power then to, um, as my good friend Emmett Watson used to say, vote the bastards out, all right, that are perpetuating this myth and trying to sweep it under the carpet and pretend like nothing happened and we are the saviors of all of civilization. I'm sorry, we are not. But (laughs) I'm happy to report that we could be. So let's head down that path. Let's take that uh, bifurcated path and go down the righteous trail, shall we? Let's start today. Okay. Oh, and then lastly, (laughs) Famia, lastly, uh, one final note on Killers of the Flower Moon. I have been telling uh, the people that I suspect of being interested that they should, after three hours and 26 minutes of viewing time, stick around for the closing credits. Why? Because I want you to see all of the people that were involved in this incredible um, task of of filming this fabulous uh, screenplay and bringing it to life so that you can have your consciousness expanded. Um, Well, no. The reason is that uh, whomever I need to look this up to, whomever did the uh, sound work and post-production, what we call the soundscape uh, for this film, it comes up uh, during the closing credits once the uh, tom-toms have uh, faded into the past and once the chanting has um, come to a beautiful and glorious end, the audience is rewarded by what is a uh, you know a sound design of incredible proportions. Yes, it's subtle. Yes, it's uh, in the background, but I think it so beautifully sums up feel the spirit uh, of the movie, and it's all about the sound. So even if you're not interested in finding out who the best boy grip was or who the extras were, all the musicians that uh, made guest appearances, Charlie Musselwhite, White, Pete Yorn, uh, Andy Stein, all of these people that came and volunteered along with Robbie Robertson, um, who did the uh, music production and a fabulous, uh, impactful soundscape it was. But uh, this is very subtle in the background, and the listener that hang, the viewer that hangs on to the final sequence, will be rewarded. So stick around; you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll have to ask yourself one question: Is that a coyote or an owl? Okay, uh, Mountainside plays Friday at 7. It's locally written, directed, and starring Mikesh Nichols, who was born in Germany but bred in Seattle, and Eric Cannon, who was a 1998 graduate of North Kitsap. Can't get much more local than that. After the screening uh, of their uh, really, really good rom-com, again, I've been running the trailer for a couple of weeks now, so those of you that have seen it will immediately recognize its value and its quality. It was filmed entirely in Seattle, and... um, 
an additional benefit is the production team, including Mikesh and Eric, will be here on Friday night to participate in a post-screening Q&A. That means with you. They will take your questions and provide you with their answers. So it should be an enjoyable evening. Please come out and join us. You can get tickets at our website, as always. That's um, farawayentertainment.com. Scroll down to Linwood Theater and you will be steered to the place where you can buy your tickets online and show up with them on your phone and be sure you have the uh, uh, barcode or the the qr code on your screen so that we don't have to be fumbling around the cash register because you know how spotty our wi-fi is mountainside this friday at seven o'clock come on out and join us it's going to be a festive occasion okay and then a week from friday on november the 10th master chief screens here which it was shot and produced as a TV pilot series, and this film will certainly appeal to all of those stationed at one of the many bases that surround us, most notably Navy. And uh, we do appreciate, and we do applaud, and we do respect uh, your your place, uh, your rank. <laughs> whatever it is, your trade, and uh, definitely, most definitely, your service. We here on Bamridge Island have a long and proud history, some of which still stands. Uh, you can visit uh, the remains at uh, Battle Point. You can go to Fort Ward. There are all types. of Agate Pass used to have a submarine mesh netting from uh, both ends that, that kept those those war fish away from our bases. So we kind of know all about this. Uh, Master Chief is going to be a fun movie. It's dramatic. Been playing the uh, trailer for a couple of weeks now and looking forward to that on Friday night, November the 10th at 2130. So uh, that shouldn't be too late on a Friday night for those of you that uh, want to take advantage of this local screening, this local exclusive screening. Tell you what, anybody that can translate that Tagalog into uh, English at the cast register for the screening of this movie, Master Chief, on Friday, November the 10th, will get a free large popcorn. Not just you, but everyone in your party. So if you bring out 15 people and you tell me what Salamat at Walanganuman means, I We'll set everybody up with popcorn. Huh, not a bad deal. That is all for today, folks. I'm going to leave you with some more um, 80s synth music. And uh, hope you have a great evening. I, I trust that I will see you out here soon to watch uh, Scorsese's phenomenal Killers of the Flower Moon. And now that you have some detail, I hope that makes it even a more interesting and pleasant experience for you. Um, we will talk about Priscilla Presley next week because she's coming to town. Thank you, Sophia. And uh, again, all for today, folks. Always a pleasure being here with you at the Historic Linwood Theater Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm your host. And say. Hangan Samuli. Samuli.